Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So glad that you could join us on AM 1450, 101.1 FM. WGNCRadio.com is we now welcome to the show on this Thursday morning, Dr. Megan Brown, the head coach of the Longwood softball program. Dr. Brown, welcome to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it is, it is great having you on. Um, let's dive right into it. This is, when it comes to Longwood softball, this is a program with a relatively storied history over the past decade plus in the Big South Conference. You've had this position now for a few years and you've been able to see the impact that it has in the Farmville community and in the Big South Conference in general. From where it stands, give us your thoughts on this Longwood program and its place in the Big South Conference. Well, this, you know, it is a storied program, Um, you know, great, Great programs are built on great foundations. Um, We have an amazing foundation to build upon, um, amazing alumni, and just so much support from the community. Um, You know, we kind of joke we get about four or five honks per practice um, as people come by our field or in games. So just when you have great support and great foundations, it just makes makes life more fun. It makes things um, able to continue to build higher and higher um, because you have that really strong foundation. And then... You know, the Big South is is a fun conference. I mean, it's getting better and better every single year. Um, and before I came, I take no credit for this. So before I came, Longwood really pushed Big South softball. Um, and coaches have come and, and continued to really push to play tougher schedules and have really good competition, recruit high-level players. So, you know, rising tides raise all ships. And so as a conference as a whole – is continuing to kind of follow that, like let's continue to grow and get better as a whole. So it's been an exciting thing to be a part of, um, kind of coming in on the back end of the beginning of it. Well, and and Dr. Brown, we, we mentioned this. All I'm doing right now is taking a look at the BigSouthSports.com website, talking about softball, and it really kind of gives you an idea of just how broad and deep this league is. Now, of course, Your opponent this weekend, the Winthrop Eagles, they've got some players with a lot of star power. You look at Macy McCall, you look at Paige Rivas, you look at Reese Basinger, Sidney Boulware. They've all made big, big contributions for this Winthrop Eagles team this season. But this this past week, Jaden Pone of the Longwood Lancers, USC Upstate's Casey Gogetz, their conference players of the week, USC Maddie Dreerup was the pitcher of the week, and then Campbell's Madeline Gillespie, freshman of the week. You look at names like Campbell, 
upstate Longwood, you include Winthrop in that conversation, it really does kind of speak to the depth of this league and its ability to put good teams out day in and day out. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's an absolute dogfight every series. I think that's one of the things you'll see if you look at the schedule is there's so many splits this year in conference series. And, you know, no, there's very few sweeps. And that's just showing the depth of the conference. Everybody's kind of beating up on everyone else in a good way. It's a good thing. It's a good thing for our, um, for our sport and for our conference. Well, and let's talk about Jaden Pone for just a minute. She is the, the reigning co-player of the week with Casey Gogut. Kind of describe for me, Coach, the dynamic that Jaden Pone brings to your club. Jaden, um, we had a, a commentator mention her as lightning in a bottle at a, pre, at a game we played in previously this year, and that's kind of what is best describing her as. Um, she's a great leadoff. She gets that spark. She gets brings a lot of energy and passion um, to our lineup and to our defense as well. But the big thing that makes Jaden so makes Jaden do Jaden things, as we say, is she's always hungry. She's always looking for okay, how can I grow my game? How can I continue to get better? And that just growth mindset permeates your team. And she's a great leader, you know, on the field and off the field, and just brings an essence of. I want to come, I want to compete, you know, I want to work for every single pitch, every single small victory throughout the game. Okay, Coach, so I'll ask you the question. What is it about Jaden Pone's game this year that you've seen the most level of improvement from? The big one for Jaden this year has been swinging away. Um, she actually spoke with us about it at her exit meeting last year and said, I want to start swinging away. My slap and soft slap and other tools are good, but I want to start swinging away. Um, a little bit more and spent the summer working on it and has spent the year um, working on it and building the confidence and getting her timing and rhythm going. And that's kind of one of the reasons her power numbers are up this year. She started to swing away. Well, and, and certainly, I mean, when you look at some of the numbers she's put together, the past week she was 409, nine hits, seven runs scored. But here's the one thing that really does stand out about Jaden Pone. Whether she's slapping the ball or swinging away, the speed element's always there. Two triples last week and two stolen bases to go with a 435 on base percentage. She really is a problem and something that opposing pitching staffs have to game plan for night in and night out. Yes, I am thankful that she's on our team when all those things come about. <laughs> no question about it. Now, from that standpoint, this is a Longwood club that last year, Sydney Backstrom wrapped up her time with Longwood, and she was one of the stalwarts in this league, in a league that has lots of good players inside the circle. From your standpoint this year, what does the club look like in the circle? What are some of the things that you've been the most proud of from the contributions made by your pitching staff? I think they, they do a lot of things. They work really well together. Um, they all pitch very differently, which is great because it's it's hard when we're doing scouting reports on other teams. If they have three or four good arms, it's hard to prep for all of that, especially if they all throw differently. And that helps us have a lot of depth and a lot of different looks. Um, I've been really proud of Reggie Kanagawa coming in this year and just getting better every game, getting stronger, has put – 
multiple strong performances together lately where she's just, you know, just steady getting people out. Um, I think had a career high strikeouts the other day. So that has been exciting to see. It's been fun to see our younger pitchers in Iran and Maggie really grow their game and, you know, compete against tough teams. Um, we threw Maggie against her freshman start in college was against Florida state and she got the win. So it was just seeing them say, Hey, I'm going to come and I'm going to, put it on the field has been exciting and I'm excited to see them continue to grow as we finish out the season. Well, you know, you talked about that win against Florida state very early in the season. It was something that got a lot of national attention. That five, four win over at the time was the fourth ranked Seminoles of Florida state university. I want to touch on a different game. However, this was a contest that to be quite honest with you, I think could have been a, that could be, when it's all said and done, one of the true pivot points of the Longwood season. You talk about the meat grinder that is the Big South Conference schedule. You had a doubleheader split on April the 10th with Gardner-Webb, and you came out and played a very early game. Now, a lot of this was moved because of weather issues from previously, but you took on Gardner-Webb on Tuesday, April the 11th. It was a game that started at 11 a.m., Coach, things were not looking good for you guys late, and you managed to pull out an 8-7 to seven win. How important was that win for this program for the remainder of this year, possibly? That was definitely a, a, a key moment. I think you nailed it on the head. Those were things where it just shows the true character of our team. Um, we have exceptional young women that – they fight and they have grit and they compete. And, you know, even when we were quite literally down to our last strike and that just shows their commitment and how hard they've been working. So to me, it's just kind of, it, I get to see them every day. So I get to see who they are and how they compete and how they fight. Um, but it was fun to see them put that on the field and just see like, all right, we're going to just battle. We're going to go, pitch by pitch and we're going to find a way to work our way back into this game and work together on both sides of the ball to like, all right, let's do what we need to do one pitch at a time. So it was an exciting time for them. And just, again, it would have been easy to be like, Oh, well we're done. And they're like, no, we're not. We're going to just continue to work and continue to fight. So those are games that you kind of put in your back pocket for confidence as it comes down the stretch, because we're going to need we're going to need that experience um, as we get towards the end of the season. Here with head coach of the Longwood softball program, Dr. Megan Brown. Dr. Brown, I want to ask you this question. Now, your group is coming down this weekend to take on Rock Hill. I'm going to be covering all three games on ESPN Plus between these two clubs. You know all about your club. I know a good bit about your club. Those that may be tuning in this weekend from this part of the world may not know about your club. I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of point out two or three of your players that are going to be players to watch when it comes to this weekend's action. Well, I would say all 18 of them um, <laughs> because we do need all 18 to win. Um, but definitely, you know, looking at we need to be strong in the circle. Um, so all four of our pitchers being strong. Um, the other part is just hitting consistently up and down the lineup. Those are the big things for us. Um, I tell our team, we need all 18 to win, and we truly do. 
Um, so for me, for this weekend coming down, the big thing with our program is we have to play together and we have to help each other. And when we do that, it's a fun, it's a fun ride. And, um, they, they get a lot of things done on the field. So that's kind of, I know that's not necessarily the answer you're asking, but that honestly is kind of how our club is. We do our best when we work together. Well, and with that said, you've got nine games remaining in the conference slate. You know you've got Winthrop ahead of you this weekend. Next weekend, you're going to be making the travel to Radford, Virginia, and it actually gives you a chance to get a look at the venue for the Big South Conference Championships coming up in May. Now, with that said, you wrap up the regular season with Campbell University. Campbell is the team ahead of you in the standings. I know that your focus right now is going to be the Winthrop Eagles. I understand that. But for your club to go into the conference tournament the way that you're wanting them to do, what are some of the things that they're going to have to really focus and fixate on to make sure that they're playing at a peak level of efficiency going in to that tournament at Radford on May 10th and 11th and the 12th and the 13th? The biggest thing at this point in the season is we have to trust our hard work. You know, we've put the seed in the ground. We've nurtured the crops. You know, the har it's time for the harvest to come in, but we've got to trust the work we've put in. And that's the biggest thing at this point in the year. Everybody's worked hard. Everybody's, you know, put in the hours and the time. Now it's do you trust your good work? And have you done your good work? And, you know, I know our young ladies have been putting in the time. I know they've been putting in the good work. So the number one thing for us is, we've got to trust what we've done that we have prepared ourselves with a tough preseason schedule to get us ready for what are going to be tough games in the conference tournament and the rest of the, the conference season. And are we trusting that we've done the work we needed to? And are we trusting our skill? Are we, if we press or push, we'll play tentative and it won't work out the way we're wanting. Um, if we play freely and trusting, um, it's going to be a fun ride. Well, Coach, I think it's fitting that you use a harvest analogy in a town called Farmville, Virginia. So with that, <laughs> Dr. Brown, I want to thank you so much for your time. I look forward to seeing you and your crew this weekend down in Rock Hill. Safe travels. Best of luck this weekend against the Winthrop Eagles. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great day. All right. We'll catch up with you soon, Coach. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the break, We'll have our final segment on this Thursday morning of the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.